Hey, CT family, welcome to the Healing Place podcast. I'm Brian Hackney, the director of the Healing Place. And whether you heard about us on the weekend services or someone shared this episode, we're glad you're here. Welcome home. This is going to be week three of our power up, and we're going to be talking about how to create a life uh, marked by serving others. How you boys today? Doing good, doing good. <laughs> We're missing Glenna. We are. We are. So whoever's hearing this, remember to pray for Glenna. Of course, by the time you hear this, she's going to be better, but she's yeah. struggling with a little migraine today. Mm. Woke up with a yeah. migraine and mm. nausea and mm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought her today when Toby, during refuel, when Toby said, pray for physical you know, yes. ailments. So yeah. I was praying for Glenna. Yeah. So, yes. Wow. Sorry to miss her today. Yeah, good we to have you her. guys. Yeah, so sure. this is going to be interesting. We've been recording these in the morning. Yes. We're post lunch, and your dad, <laughs> Ross, your dad knocked us out today Man, with some uh, brisket pie, huh? <laughs> What's that called? I thought, yeah, I didn't know if you were t- talking about knocking us out with his word or with oh, his pie. Well, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to his word. <laughs> yes. But the food. Yeah. Yeah, no, the I was saying it's a challenge because we're post lunch. Yeah, that's right. And he, I mean, I'm in my food coma right now, brother. <laughs> yeah. So what does he call hey, that? Well, that's that, you know, he talked about uh, the truth comes out when you're. You know, under medication. So maybe the real Brian's going to come out oh, oh, under the spoon. Oh, man. Yeah, he calls it brisket pie. So yeah. I describe it, and he, he always knocks me for my descriptions of his food, but I describe it as like a brisket chicken pot pie, like there a brisket you go. version of a chicken pot pie. That's, yeah, yep. But it's, it's what it looked like. It looked like chicken better. pot pie, but it had brisket yeah. cheese. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it was, God, it was good. It was yeah. heaven, man. Yep. Heaven. Smoked brisket. Smoked it all and then Ooh. got them all together. So it's good very, stuff. very good. Yep. So yeah, and his words were powerful too. That's right. Yes, yeah. they were. Mm-hmm. It's funny you said that. The the you know he was talking about Fred today. Mm-hmm. You know your grandfather mm-hmm. and man. Speaking of a life marked mm-hmm. by the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. serving others, man. Fred, what a what a dude, mm-hmm. man. Yep. That guy, just a kind-hearted soul, just yeah. a man of God. So yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he makes an impact on everyone that that he comes mm-hmm. in contact with. And mm-hmm. we, we like to razz him a little bit uh, because, you know, he, he's the type of guy who doesn't meet a stranger. And, you know, he's he's the type of guy who's, whether it's embarrassing or not to you, he's going to talk to everybody around you. Um, but yeah, it's true that he he always leads with, with kindness and always looking to make who's ever around him have a better better day. You know, he leaves people better than... Um, than when he came to him. So, yeah, so, awesome. which I, I mean, I think I, I see a lot of that in Spoonie too. Thinking oh, about, thinking about Thank the, you. some of the stuff we're going to talk about today and made me think of Spoonie for mm-hmm. sure. Just brightening people's day. And, yeah. uh, I was talking to a friend earlier today and he was like, yeah, Spoonie's one of my favorite people. And <laughs> I think that's the, the common, common language used around mm-hmm. Spoonie Johnson. Dude, man, you, you also kind just of, an man. encourager. Man. How can you leave Spoonie without feeling better, That's man? Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Thank you. And you man. can tell. It's like like you're so just encouraging and complimentary, but it's not like you're blowing smoke. That's it's right. like you can see Genuine. the man. sincerity, literally. Yes, and the way you stop people, look them in the eye, and That's tell them right. what they mean. So yeah. all that is driven by the Holy Spirit. That's exactly whether right. Whether we acknowledge it or not. That's exactly right. So I think I wanted to start there today. Um whether people know it or not, like I always, you know, people that say, well, I'm not a believer. Um, well, yeah, you are. You believe in something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But whether people acknowledge that they're, 
that their every move is being um, motivated, if you will, by God, right? That every breath that we take is, and when I say motivated, not just like our intention, but like the actual mechanism, mm -hmm. like it's God. Mm -hmm. It's the manifest presence of God in us. Mm -hmm. So whether we know we're playing that game or not, we're in it, right? He's <laughs> right. in us. Yes. And so Toby said something yesterday uh, in the Sunday service. He said, um, it kind of drives him crazy. He didn't use the word pet pee, but it was along those lines that, you know, people who say we need to draw nearer to God, mm. or we need to be closer to God. Mm -hmm. And he quoted the scripture. He was, his whole point was, God's in you. Mm. You can't be any closer to God, mm. right? And right. I know that can probably take a lot of mm. people back. It's like, well, then, wait a minute. I don't need to be closer to God. Mm. What if I feel far away? I don't mm -hmm. need, need to draw near to Him. You know, and I think there's a scripture that says, draw near to him and he'll draw near to you. Mm -hmm. Spoonie, read that Romans. Do you have that handy? Read that yeah. Romans 8 that we were talking about earlier. Romans 8, 39. Okay. Is that it? Can you pull that I up? I think it is. Uh, I know Toby. So today at lunch, we were talking about it and Toby said, yeah, I saw a lot of funny looks when I was saying, hey, you don't need to draw closer to God, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, you can't draw closer to God was his point because mm -hmm. he is in you. Mm -hmm. Wherever you go, there he is. Mm -hmm. Psalms 139, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If I sprout wings and Fly to the depths of hell, you're, you're there, there mm -hmm. right? I can't go anywhere where yeah. your presence where isn't. Where can I go from your presence? Yes. Yep. So read this This Romans 8. I think Toby quoted this yesterday, 8, yes. 39. Yes, it reads, uh, Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So nothing can separate us from the love nothing. of God and, and so if Christ is in us, right, the hope of glory, right, so then how can we access that reality that the, the power of the Holy Spirit is in us? Because we're all talking about we want to be able to grow mm -hmm. in our relationship and in our intimacy with the Spirit. So if God is in us and we don't draw closer to God, so basically what was Toby talking about yesterday? Ross, how did that, how did that strike you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, we've talked, we talked a little bit about it. I feel like in another podcast about the psychological estrangement mm. and feeling far from God mm -hmm. when in reality he's close to you. And I think how that applies to the, the, the question you're talking about, the idea that you're talking about is recognizing, you know, I think it's an awareness of the fact that we, we have God within us and it's letting go of some of those barriers or, or, um, things that we put in the way of our of us and God. You know, it's not God putting things in the way of us. It's not even our sin that's in the way of us because nothing can separate right. us from God. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing the shame that we feel, the hiding that we feel like we need to do, the, um, mm. uh, the you know, how we feel like we're not worthy, the, the, the lack of worthiness we feel trying to remove and untangle and unravel those things through self-reflection and meditation and creating that space, that's where I feel like we uh, connect with the God that's there already, but, yeah. but we've put those barriers in place that feel like he's, for, he's further away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think, well said, and I love that. I think, shout out to Stan Mitchell, that, yeah. that myth of separation mm -hmm. and that psychological estrangement mm -hmm. that we feel, mm -hmm. um, that we've felt since day one, mm -hmm. right, in the garden. Yeah. Um, 
Spoonie, did you have any thoughts on that? I, I think what what I was struck with is, okay, so I believe in the manifest presence of God living mm-hmm. in me, and um, but it's that, really, I don't have to try to be closer to God? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, of course not. I don't. But then, so what is it? What's the exercise to, let's start, submit our will to His will, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit in us, for to, to die to some things, maybe the mm-hmm. fruit that's not the fruit of the Spirit, mm-hmm. right? So how can we, if I, like I said, access and then um, express that Holy Spirit of God that lives within us? What, what did you think of when you heard that? You know, it was, it was so, as I was watching the, the, the message and listening, one of the things that uh, just really uh, <clears throat> popped out in my mind was when he uh, was using the illustration of, with the pinball and machine and it didn't come on and when he hit a button and then the light came on mm-hmm. uh i believe that sometimes it's an event or something that we experience yeah. that that light will come on in us that wow that had to be god mm. and so you you mentioned earlier and you gentlemen were so kind and mm. i feel the same way about you guys i i feel that that encourager that person stand up in me when i'm around you guys mm. And so for me, what stood out along with the with the uh, the example that Toby was giving during his message was how do I access that point? And I remember my grandfather used to tell me something I, I wanted to hear mm. and know. How do I know when God is talking or how do I know that the Holy Spirit is with me? Mm. And as a little boy, he just told me something simple as, well, a lot of times the devil's not going to tell you anything good. <laughs> He's speaking bad things. So there you go. the Holy Spirit is going to speak of good things, things mm. that's happening. So uh, in that moment, because the joy of the Lord is our strength, the joy, so that gives me strength to have joy. Okay. So the Holy Spirit and is love. Joy, all those fruits of the Spirit, but love is the one. So I got to stand up and everything about love stands up in me. So when I feel love or when I feel good or when I feel kind, I know that's the manifest presence of the Lord in mm-hmm. me. That's yeah. that's the Holy Spirit with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's those little things like that mm-hmm. that I really try to just stay conscious and aware of. Yeah. Even when you when you kind of grow and go a long time in your faith. Yeah. yeah. Still stay tired to those little things to let you know. You know, mm-hmm. that the person that don't understand or don't know about the depths of 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 Christ in their faith, it's those little things just being kind, just yeah. being, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think, you know, the, yes. the word that popped out to me when you were talking, Spoonie, is awareness. Yes. And I think we can trade the yep. word closeness for awareness. awareness. Oh, that's you good. You know, and being yeah. aware of the way that God's working in your life yeah. or even aware of what's going on in your internally for mm-hmm. you, you know? And so we, I think oftentimes, at least for me personally, I just live life unaware mm-hmm. of how I'm responding, how I'm reacting yeah. and just going through the motions. Like I was thinking about today, we were at this refuel and that worship time, I was able yes. to sit 
and, and slow down and think about the things that had happened to me over the past couple of weeks. Mm. And we've had a hard couple of weeks at my house and, you know, and so just like reflecting in those things, like that's the purpose of worship sometimes yeah. is to allow yourself mm -hmm. to slow down and focus on the things that matter yes. and to become aware. Right. And so mm -hmm. what, you know, we talk about growing closer to God and sometimes I associate that with what are, what, what more do I need to be doing? Yeah. You know, what are the things, what are the tasks I need to be checking off for this Christian life? And I think when I think about spiritual disciplines, like those things that you normally associate with a to-do list, all those are doing are allowing you to become more aware of God in your life. So yes. reading scripture, you're, you're seeing the way that God's working in your life, praying, yes. Yes. you're recognizing God working in your life, worshiping, you're recognizing the truth, you're singing out the truth of who God is. Mm -hmm. So I just think that awareness piece is, is the answer to that question of how, um, how you how you can grow closer or you don't even need to grow closer, but what that, what that looks like. Yes. So yeah, that's, that's good, Ross. Um, so one of the things that when you just said that's like change the word from closeness to awareness, mm -hmm. right? And I, I just thought the awareness when our awareness is on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. So pain talked about shame mm -hmm. that'll tend to isolate us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think I used the term navel-gazing in mm -hmm. one of our last podcasts. When mm -hmm. you're, if I'm looking down at myself, thinking about myself and my pain, my situation, I have no thought of anyone else, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And if Jesus' whole life was about others, it was marked by him reaching out and touching other people, caring about other people, healing other people. Mm -hmm. If I'm worried about me, right? If I'm worried about, am I close to God or not? Your focus is on yourself, yeah. right? Yep. And I, I, I think that's probably, again, we talked about a channel, and does, does God see a channel, a conduit, and, and a blessing flowing to other people, uh, or, or does it dam up with you, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, we're talking, Dino Rizzo's been talking about, you know, the manifest presence of, of the, and the power of the Spirit in serving others, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. That's when the power really is released in our lives when we're not trying to to control it or to hold it we're trying to just express it yeah and I just thought in when my awareness is on someone else right yeah that's where God's gonna show up yeah uh, you'll they will know that you're my disciples because you love one another yes sir if I'm loving Spoonie yes, if sir. I'm loving on Ross yes, then sir. that's you'll know that I'm his disciple, right? Yes. Now all of a sudden the power of Christ is in my life. If I'm looking at myself, feeling my own pain, mm -hmm. worried about my own relationship with God, yeah. I don't think it's going to be as powerful. Absolutely. So, you I, know, what I, I think yeah. too is that's really beautiful about that is that when you look outside of the Christian world, a lot of clinicians will, will prescribe serving or getting into a place where you're doing something for someone else as a as an avenue to help you with your depression or to help you with your anxiety. So it's, it's a, it's an example of a kingdom principle lining up <laughs> in the real world. Like it actually yes. works, you it know, does. to yep. whenever you're in a place of pain, like I think we, we do need to recognize our pain, mm -hmm. but if we get so focused on our pain and we, then it's hard to break that cycle and get out of it. And so that's why it's like therapists will say, Hey, go find a place, go find a, 
go find a, you know, YMCA or go find a food bank or go find somewhere where you can get involved. Mm -hmm. And that's going to help with your depression or anxiety. And this is exactly what the the scripture is saying about living your life for someone else. Yes. I love the way Jesus summed up. He said the law and the prophets, all the commandments can be summed up. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, Mm. soul, mind, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. If you're loving your neighbors, you're doing the thing, right? (laughs) And so, so yeah, it's just interesting how that can change. It's just changing our awareness and our focus from ourselves to Mm -hmm. someone else. So in what ways, you know, it's more blessed to give than receive. Mm -hmm. In what ways have you guys felt like, man, God showed up when you were actually serving someone else or when your focus was on someone else? Can Mm -hmm. you think of any examples? I work, uh, as you know, I think I've mentioned it before, but you two Mm -hmm. gentlemen know as well. Um, I'm a barber as well. So um, I remember when, uh, and I I hear a lot of people when I give this testimony or tell of this situation uh, that I was doing, that it was more of a, a fake deal, but whatever it did, it activated a servant in me and a love and a connection with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first started out here um, and I was working in a, in a barbershop, uh, I was trying to build my clientele. So huh. I, I, what I did was every fourth or fifth person that was, that was a walk-in, I said, you know what? I'm going to give them a haircut. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't charge them anything. And I can honestly say out of about six or seven of those that I've done, and that's been like seven years ago, they're still my clients today. Mm. But what that did in that moment is that it created a long-lasting relationship. Mm -hmm. I was able to share my faith. I was able to to just share in that moment. One of the... uh, one of the, my clients at the time was really going through a really tough time, had lost their job and, and just, you know, and at that time, I just don't worry about it. And I was just, you know, activating, serving him, mm-hmm. loving on him through this season. Mm-hmm. Well, who knew about the pandemic that was coming? And when it first hit, it shut my, 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 my shop down. I couldn't cut their hair. And uh, the, it was closed. And so um, I was just like, okay, Lord, you know, you, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. But can I tell you, gentlemen, something? Every week until even when we got started back, that gentleman still paid for his haircut, wow. although I wasn't cut. Wow. wow. Yeah. I was like, wow. I never knew. Who knew? I didn't wow. know. I think if we all knew seven years ago that the pandemic was going to hit last year, we would have done something, you know, but... Just imagine. So in that moment, I served him in the season he was in. The the wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit and when it's activated in your life, you never know that when you act on goodness, what is going to activate in the future for you. That's right. Mm-hmm. You just never know. But yeah. God knows. So it's always good to have acts of kindness just ready. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah. just a smile. Sometimes. A, so yeah. that was one way that I saw yeah. him move. You're, you're talking. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Ralph. I was just thinking about, uh, you know, ways, not necessarily. I, I was thinking about what kindness that's been done to me that mm-hmm. has made a mark on me and times that serving has been, I've been the recipient of service and it's yeah. been impactful. Like I, I remember a guy uh, who, he is really high caliber. He works with a lot of 
wealthy leaders and, and business leaders and CEOs. And you can tell, you know, he's, he's the, he's the kind of guy here like, Oh, I'm getting a minute of your time kind of deal, you know? And, uh, I remember talking with him one time and him being so focused on what I was saying and asking me specific questions about my life and all these things that made me feel really important and special, um, from this guy who I really respected and, and thought, thought highly of what he did professionally. So I think something as simple as listening, (laughs) you know, and being interested in other people is a way of serving that can make a huge impact in a world where we're always moving to the next thing. And it's hard to, it's hard to really take interest in other people. Yeah. So it's just a simple way. Man, that's awesome. You know, so, so much of what I'm hearing with clients, they just, man, they've had the crap kicked out of them. Mm -hmm. 2020 just oh, just demolished yeah. so many people, their mental health. And today, Jamie and I were talking on the way back from Refuel, and she was talking about how it wasn't even, she felt like her primary struggle wasn't mental health. She thought it was spiritual health. She mm, said, wow. I just feel like she, she's wow. been dead. Like, yeah. you know, hearing the sermons and it coming in one ear, going out the other, the worship songs, just like not connecting, not even believing mm-hmm. those, you know, and it's just feeling just just literally like she's just there. Yeah. And and how we both felt something stirring today as, yes. in, as we did our staff refuel. But... When, when I think about people hearing Toby, you don't have to get closer to God. You don't have to draw near to God. He's in you. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he draws near to you. He's pursuing you. But, but yet I want to grow in my intimacy mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit. Like, yeah. like, how do I do it, right? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And they've had the crack, crap kicked out of them. Absolutely. So I feel like they, they just can't get it from the gut. There's no motivation, right? Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to go serve anybody. We right. So what I heard you say is if you actually go serve someone, yes. you will feel better. Mm-hmm. Like yes. your focus is off yourself. It's on someone else. Mm-hmm. It's perspective shift. A lot of times you're like, yep. oh my gosh, I thought my pain was bad, <laughs> right? right. Um, but so, so when those people don't have those people, all of us, we mm-hmm. get those, we're just, we're stuck. We just can't get it from the gut, and we just can't go. And I think that's where we feel a lot of shame, a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. It's like, in, in guys, sometimes we need to receive. Yeah. We just We need, again, mm-hmm. we can't give what we don't have. Right. We right. talk about receiving hope and giving hope. Right. So I just want to say out loud, a lot of us are needing to receive hope right now. Absolutely. And that's yes. okay. Yep. Yes. That's okay. We're talking about going and serving. And, and, and I just know that the, sometimes when you're in a series like that, you can feel guilty because you're not signing up to go serve right. everywhere. Right. And I just... So today when I had this thought that I'm looking around the room and I'm just seeing all of the ways that life has just crushed yeah. uh, a lot of the people on our staff, mm-hmm. right? Yes. yes. And I think about COVID and 2020 pandemic and the, the mental health struggles with depression and anxiety yeah. and loss of jobs, loss of income and the, you know, the so- social media and the election and fear and uncertainty. And I'm looking going... We've, we've had crushing blows, yes. and who's going to feel empowered by the Holy Spirit to go right. do anything right now? Mm-hmm. And in that moment when I was thinking of that, I thought, God, in His most, I mean, arguably most significant moment in history, as Jesus on the cross, He had had the life beat out of Him. Mm-hmm. He literally was hanging there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
dying a death from a Roman crucifixion on the cross. And there's God doing his most important work of all time. So, and again, I know we did this start week, but as we, I I want to remind us in the series we were in last month, before we get to power up, if you're feeling weak and you're feeling demolished and dead, just know, like you said, you'll never know. Even in your lights out moment where you feel like you've got nothing, God is doing something very, very important Mm -hmm. in your life, right? And I think about what Jesus said in those final moments. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Before that, he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he said, it is finished. So even with his final words, he was submitting to, in the garden, yeah. <laughs> it's not my will, but yours be done. Yes. Even in his final dark moments where he had nothing, he, he, he was, it was utter surrender. Mm-hmm. He was allowing the power of the Holy Spirit in his life. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Man, that's so good. Yeah. That's so good. So, so good. Hard, hard to mm. hear sometimes because we, yeah. it is, we do get stuck in that navel gazing, mm-hmm. you know, we get stuck. I think it's just so poignant to point out the the way that the struggle has wow. been real yes <laughs> while also encouraging us to that we can still we still have potential in us for yeah. God to move yeah. through us I'm reminded uh, so Jamie and I we when Corbin was in the hospital for 53 days in ICU um, so uh, during the first, you know, four days of his life, it was this precarious situation. He he needed open heart surgery, but that's that's interesting because a lot of people think it was the heart thing that kind of took him out, and it wasn't. They they fixed that with the surgery, and he came home, and he was really re- he recovered well from that. He had a separate rare disease mm-hmm. that they found out about eight months old wow. that that you know ended up costing him his life shortly after he turned two. But during those fifty three days in ICU. At the time, I was a worship minister, worship leader, and 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 youth pastor. Right, um, I wasn't doing any worship leading or youth pastoring. I I had nothing. Right, my wife, being a servant of all servants and a two on the enneagram, right. <laughs> we weren't. We had nothing. Yeah. We were not giving anything. We were receiving. During those fifty three days, I can still remember sitting in the chapel. At Cook Children's, they have a little chapel on that second floor around the corner from the yeah. NICU. Yeah. People were pouring in there for 24-hour prayer vigils and worship vigils and surrounding us. Couples that had been estranged, separated, on the brink of divorce. We know of two that their marriages were restored during mm. that period because it woke them up. They saw what we were going through. They saw yeah. what was happening to our family, and their priorities were immediately shifted. Like, right. what are we doing? Right. What are we? We're wasting our time. Why aren't we loving one another? Look, right. this could be happening. Yes. So, in that crucifixion moment for yeah. me, God was doing this miracle. Yeah. Wow. And wow. so it's just it's just not about us. That's right. the it's yeah. not about us. It's at never the, been at the about time, us. Though it was. Yeah, you know, because yeah. like you said, you're going through this. Mm. 
But look at the the beautiful, beautiful yeah. miracle he was doing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the life. ministry yeah. that happened it had yeah. nothing to do yes. with something I did. Right. It was God using yeah. this thing, you know, wow. Romans eight twenty eight, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, the, the few verses before the thirty nine. Yes, sir. So yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I just I just know there's an opportunity for us to all, and that's why I think Toby spoke against it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, to feel like we've got to do something right. instead of just submitting to the power that is yes. in us, yeah. of yes. being aware of it, mm-hmm. and then letting it. He, Toby used it today. We were talking at lunch. He goes, what I didn't have time to say, and I was like, dude, you, you could have said this, <laughs> was you can be married mm-hmm. and living in the same house, coexisting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not ever loving or being intimate with your spouse. Right? Yeah. So he's talking about the marriage, the bride of Christ, and yeah. the Holy Spirit in us. You can have that union yes. without yeah. feeling the intimacy and without Him mm. being expressed in your life, right? And so let's get real practical for the last couple of minutes. Um, what are some ways that you guys... So the fruit of the Spirit, I said we were going to come back to that. If you want proof, is the Holy Spirit in our lives? Look at Galatians 5, Right. Right. Do you have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, (laughs) self-control? I don't know if I remember them all. Okay, so do we have those in our in our in our life? Are they being displayed? Um, Is there produce? Right, the fruit of the spirit, (laughs) our produce section in our heart. Um, So, what do you guys do when you know God's in you, but you feel like you're the Holy Spirit is not being manifest in your life, the presence, besides going out and saying, I'm going to go serve someone. What do you guys do? What are some practical things you can do in your own walk, in your own life, that can get you to where you feel like you're close to God? I I really mean uh, when I say acts of kindness. Like the other day, I was really having um, a tough time. One of my relatives, close relatives, uh, my wife's side is really going through a tough time right now. Um, she's pregnant and uh, had a child, and her fiance was killed. Wow. And um, I was having a tough time, you know, just making sure I support my wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm asking questions too, y'all, in that moment. Like, mm-hmm. God, you know, <laughs> the young man I had kind of talked to a couple of times, and they were talking about coming to Texas. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was just looking forward to, bringing him here and, mm-hmm. and showing him, you know, just showing him around and really trying to hopefully have an opportunity to show him another part of life. But I was just asking some questions, man. Really, I was, you guys. And it was just, I talked to my wife and she was really having it tough. And mm-hmm. I stopped right up mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. off of 377 in the store. And I walked in and uh, right in that moment, I'm just on the phone with my wife. And I just hung up. And I'll be honest, man, you know, you know what they say? Everybody was loving Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds when they yeah. was hitting all them home runs, but they also probably, you know, had the highest strikeout rates too. So what are you saying, Spoonie? I am an encourager, mm-hmm. but sometimes I have some really low days. Yeah. yeah. And this was one of those days. And so I really try to, you know, just look deep down inside of me. And when I walked in the store, there were two young men that was there and um and they were you could tell they were, you know, hard workers and they were getting lunch and I heard one of the guys go this is all I'm getting uh that's all I have enough for and in that moment I said I'm going to buy their lunch mm. 
And I looked at him. I said, come on, man, bring it up here. And the guy looked at me and goes, no, no, you don't have to do that. I said, no, yes, I do. Can I, may I please? And he goes, oh, thank you, man. And he goes, and he looked at the, at the burritos that was on the, on the display there. And he goes, I said, man, get as many as you want. And when I tell you guys, <laughs> after that moment, I was so lifted, mm. just driving down the road. It didn't happen, happen immediately, yeah. but it was a few minutes later that like there was a joy, there was a peace that was coming over me to let me know that God had my relative. Mm -hmm. But it's in those moments I really do seek um, to reach out. Sometimes I'll reach out to you, Brian. Sometimes yeah. I'll reach out, Ross. Uh, my friend Mike is in here. I'll I'll shoot a text. I try to really reach out because I know the importance of that God is in you guys. So guess what? If I reach out where I believe the Holy Spirit right. is, I'll be filled. So I really try to practically reach out and 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 just if I if I'm able to, um, is just uh, perform some acts of kindness yeah. Yeah. in those moments. I think I think about all the things that Jesus said that was about dude don't don't take communion without when things are messed up with your brother. Right. Don't yeah. say you love me and hate your brother. Yes, it's a, you're a liar. <laughs> Everything was about you've if you want to manifest the presence of me, you got to go love somebody else. Yeah. Connect. Yes. yes sir. And yes, how sir. individual yeah. our a, our culture, but I mean especially now mm -hmm. the isolation because yeah. of the oh. pandemic. Yeah. yeah. And I mean it's hard man doing Zoom calls and oh, all that. Yes. It's so good to be here with people, That's you right. know, <laughs> social distance and all that. But uh yes. you know, and and yes, it's it's like we didn't need any more excuse to be disconnected that's right. and yeah. that's why that's right. i hate what's happened and i hope oh, we can man. get back to a place where people feel safe yeah. right and that they are safe mm -hmm. so that we can be in community and in communion with one another mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. i know it is more blessed to give than receive yeah. i know that's where the power uh, i think i said it you know when when i was telling that story of if you go and you want to help somebody's you know, service their sink. Yeah. And God shows yes. up in, gives you the tool that you need in the time, yes, right? Sir. Or at the time you need it. I just think we have to put ourselves in situations uh, where it's not about us. Yes, yeah. yeah. We have to put ourselves in situations where we're wanting to, you know, serve others. And it's tough right now. That's it the is. thing. I just want to kind of throw that out there, that tension of yes. not wanting to do anything. I yes. want to, I don't want to be in communion and community mm -hmm. a lot of times. I want to isolate, right. right? If I'm feeling depressed or anxious, right, yep. which those two things are high on everyone's list, mm -hmm. we don't want to be around people. No. Right. Right. So just like I know, and you talked about the therapeutic value, just like mm -hmm. I know if I'm depressed, I have to go get exercise. I have yeah. to get sunlight. I have to eat nutritious meals. Right. It's not just what I add. Those are adding. I need to take away some things. I need yeah. to quit watching Netflix. I need to quit playing poker. Mm -hmm. Right. The things that, nothing against those deals, yes. right, yeah. in moderation. <laughs> right. But I know there's some watching things I need to... your heart, like what we're... Mm. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. We have to commit to some yes. things. So I would say if you are not feeling close to God and you feel like God's not active in your life, mm -hmm. quit getting down and trying to do your, I got to pray and I got to read my Bible. Yes. Okay, that's great. And I would say you need to do some meditation, but yeah. but go serve someone. Yes. Get it from the gut and go serve someone. Yes. Yeah. Got a lot of opportunities coming up, right? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's so, really good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's the, both of what you guys said is, is super powerful. And I love what you said, Brian, just about, um, you know, like recognizing when you're feeling a certain way and that we are feeling all that way right now. And I tell people who I meet with all the time, it's all about, it's all about, uh, 
balance and it's all about yes. making sure that you're bringing the pendulum more closer to the middle than than mm-hmm. one side or the other right so we got to make we got to recognize that this is hard but we can't always be living in the recognition that it's hard we mm. got to come out of that sometimes yes. but we can't always be distracted and be serving all the time right we have to right. recognize our own needs sometimes yes. and come back to the middle of that pendulum mm. so i think take an assessment of your life are you are you isolating too much mm. make sure you're getting out are you spending too much time away? Are you spending too much time distracted? Have some self-reflection time, making sure we're bringing that pendulum back towards the middle. And it's always a, it's always a game. It's always a, it, you know, my dad says that life is a series of mid-course corrections. We're always correcting, trying to get back to <laughs> the, you know, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shalom, the, the sense of wholeness and peace so that God has designed for us to live in. That's good, Ross. I got that word hanging. So we went after Israel. We we have that word hanging over my over my bed. Shalom. So it's good. a good word. Great word. I just wake up and I'm staring at it. <laughs> yeah. My brain, I'm like, what's what's that backwards? Molash? Is that what I'm sure? <laughs> anyway. Malosh. All right. <laughs> well, boys, let's just leave it right there for awesome. today and look forward to the next episode. We'll, we're going to talk about how to put some of this Holy Spirit into action, mm. not just with service, but in sharing our faith with other people and what that good. looks like. Yep. All right? Awesome. Sounds good. Thank good to be you. with you guys. Likewise, brother. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our conversations. We really enjoyed recording them. So like, share, subscribe, or follow for more content. And we look forward to bringing you more in the future.